Hi, and welcome to The Social Angle, a podcast that helps promo pros gain an edge in the social media realm. I'm Vinny, and today I'm joined by CJ Minica, ASI Media's Editor-in-Chief, to talk about running contests on social media. CJ, welcome to the show. It's so nice because, you know, we, we run our Promo Insiders podcast, and so it's nice now to be a guest on our, on our other signature podcast on the ASI Media Network. I know. I think that we should be utilizing those resources um, back and forth, and um, I'm glad you, I'm glad you like that you're on the show. Finally, uh, we get to talk about contests, social media, and specifically yep. ASI uh, Promo Insanity, which we're running this um, this month. I'll get to that in a second. But do you know what today is? Today is an anniversary. <laughs> Four years ago, we did our very first Facebook Live. You remember that? So I saw your I saw your post on, on on Twitter, and I remember that I remember doing that video. I did not realize though it was our first Facebook Live. That was ASI's very first Facebook Live. It was March seventeenth, twenty seventeen. My boss at the time, Andy Cohen, said, "Hey, look, I want you to start doing Facebook Lives." Um, it was hot at the time. I didn't know what to do, and I was like, "What should I do?" He said, "I don't know. Do something." <laughs> And I got together with you and John Corrigan, and we got a whole bunch of beers, different style beers. Yeah. We added green food coloring, and we made green beer. And we, we definitely drank the beer, um, <laughs> you know, because I remember I was, I was a bit tipsy after that. But um, we had a really good time, and, and that I figured I'd bring it up because today is March 17th, 2021. Um, I'm wearing green. Looks like you're wearing green. CJ, yeah, I got all right. my Graham's Pub t-shirt on. See, the, see that? Yep. So nice. Representing. What? Well done. Um, so we have a great topic today. We're talking about contests and social media. Um, so it's relevant because we are running the ASI Promo Insanity Contest, uh, which was really your brainchild. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about the idea behind it? Now, I don't get all the credit, Vin. You're all the blame because you, you and I worked on this to, together. Um, but to give some ba- some background, uh, you know, we have run ASI. We've, we've run product-driven contests in the past. Uh, but we actually haven't done one in a, in a cu- couple of years, but we've also done fun videos like we did a product video contest a, a few years ago where, where readers voted on their favorite um, you know, videos from, from suppliers and distributors. So I've always had it in my mind, at least the past couple of years, to have, just have a, a, a fun contest where, where the products are the focus because this is such a product-driven industry. And we, and, and we talked as a staff and you and I talked about what would be something fun and something cool. And we thought, well, you know, how, how about we do something in the, in the vein of, of March Madness of a bracket style contest? And we, we put the products, you know, first and, and foremost. And we, we thought, well, you know, it would be really fun to say, you know, what, once and for all, what's, what are people's favorite products? Because everybody talks about, oh, I, I love t-shirts. I love, I love water bottles. I, I love, you know, I, I love hats. I love, I love backpacks. So it, it, I, thought, I thought it'd be really fun to put that to the test get some fun engagement and have people vote on those actual products in, 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 in different matchups. Um, so originally we started with 32 products um, or yep. product categories yeah. uh, and, we, and we cut it down to 16. Can you talk a little bit about why we did that? Yeah. I mean, if you, so you think about the NCAA tournament is, is 64. That's always sort of been like the, the gold standard of, of like of brackets. And that's a really, that's, that's a big number, a lot, a lot of different matchups. We we originally thought about 32 just because there's so there's so many products in this industry. If you look at our if you look at our ESP uh, top 100 rankings, you know, that's 100 100 different products that are that are very popular and get a lot of a lot of searches. So even at 32, we're, we were I was still making I guess difficult cuts 
uh, that products that, that, that weren't going to be featured in the, in the in the contest. But I thought I thought 32 would be a, a fun number. It would be an involved contest. I I love convoluted like more involved con contests where you really get to vote and dig into it. But I know talking talking to our staffers, talking to Kathleen, who's our who's our web designer guru. You know, she made it. She made a couple of good points. One, sort of the the just the the commitment. Obviously, doing 16 instead of 32, it's a more manageable num number just to, for people to vote on in a given instance. So, in the first round, for example, people were voting on I think it was eight eight matchups versus what six, 16. So that that's a right. big big difference. The other thing is from a design standpoint, if you look at brackets that are presented online, especially like 64, let's say 64 team or 64 entry brackets. Um, they're very they're very hard to read because because you can only pack so much information. You can't do you can't do as many creative things from a design perspective. So if you if you take a look at the page, which is asicentral.com slash promo insanity, uh, Kathleen did an amazing job designing it. It looks great, but to get that level of detail and that sort of that creativity, we had to narrow down the number, the number of categories. Yeah, so uh, how do we determine um, the, the 16 Cs? I know that there have been some questions in social media about mm -hmm. how PPE and masks became the number one seed and, and how could you have um, food gifts at number 15? So <laughs> there were some questions. So why don't you uh, kind of explain that uh, today? Don't, don't blame me, blame 2020, blame the coronavirus. So yeah, it's, it's a good question, right? How, how, how can we rank, rank these in, in some sort of organized or logical fat fashion? We could, we could just say like t-shirts are the most popular product and maybe we could have done it, done it that, that way. But that, that would be sort of, I guess, kind of arbitrary because we don't have, because we, we don't have it that that's, you know, in terms of like pop popularity, right? That's why we're having this contest to sort of figure that out from a sort of anecdotal emotional perspective. So we looked at it from a statistical perspective. We just did our ESP 100 rankings. That's how many, that shows, um, the searches that different products get in ESP, and so we figured that that's a good system because that just that shows what what the, what demand is. And as it so happens, you know, masks were the number one product la last year in two in two thousand twenty. So yeah, that that that's that's an anomaly, right? But sure. we, we'd have to deal with, deal with the reality of, of the world world we're living in. So we use those ESP rankings to to seed our brackets. Okay, so I mean that makes total sense, um, you know, because I think people were looking at products historically and saying, "Hey, how could pens not be number one?" You know, pens historically are you know one of the number one searched products. I don't know where they ended up um, in the seedings, but PPE mm -hmm. and masks were you know number one, and people were like, "What? What are you talking about?" And how could food gifts be fifteen, and and pet products be sixteen? And so there were some you know obviously some people um, asking about the seedings, but th but that's uh, that's a good place to start, you know, you, you look at 2020 performance, um, and that way we have, uh, you know, verifiable data to back up those seedings. So let's talk a little bit about the name. Um, you know, the obvious name here, I and mean, we, we kind of spitballed back and forth about yeah. how should we name this contest and March Madness, you know, you know, based on NCAA's March Madness seemed like the perfect fit. Yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect. It was, the, it was the obvious choice. Right. So why did we not go with merch because <laughs> our lawyer advised advise us not to um but no, that's like that's a it's a good it's a good question right so um as we were planning this i, I talked with chuck Mashan, who's our in-house legal counsel and you know he advised against us using merch madness or, or any term with madness in it because those are trademarked phrases by the ncaa they trademarked march madness or uh, the final four or other other related terms 
So we could we could have gone ahead and and used Merch Madness as the name, but in doing so, we opened ourselves up to to, to legal action by the NCAA, and they and they and they definitely per pursued it with other other instances in the past, other companies or entities trading on similar names. Um, and you know, no guarantee. I mean, they, they may just leave us alone because we're just promo products. There's no guarantee that they would that they would try to sue us. But it, you know, it's better to be safe than sorry. Now, you know, for example, um, IGN, they're a very popular video game like movie pop culture website. They're having a contest right now this month for, uh, on superhero movies, and so they called their contest "Super Movie Madness." So they, because they, superhero is a trademark term, March Madness is a trademark term. So they they ended up using madness in, in their contest, and, and maybe they'll get get away with it. But you know, for us, it's like it's, it wasn't worth the it wasn't worth the the risk, and so that's how we settled upon promo insanity. Yeah, I think it's it's a good point, and for any company that is looking to go into some sort of uh, contest that's based on something bigger, like you know, we're talking about. March Madness, um, mm -hmm. NCAA trademarked um, names. If you're going to riff off of that and try to be clever and try to be very similar, you could run into a situation. Now, you mentioned that it's likely, you know, in our industry, uh, you know, a, a big name like the NCAA is not going to come after us. But what happens if they do? You know, you, you are now risking the contest. And also, you know, it, all the all the promotion around it, you've created imagery, you've promoted it. And now all of a sudden, you've got to kind of change gears, like right in the middle. And, and that can be problematic. Yeah, it's no different um, from the list that we, we keep. So ASI keeps a list of brand names that that aren't that can't be like put on on samples, because because, you know, there's potential of, of legal legal action. So it's a, it's a totally similar thing. You, you have you have to know, I guess, where to pick your battles when it comes to things like like uh, use, use of, of brand, brand names or, sim, or similar names. Right. And I th and I think this is a very important um, part of this uh, podcast is that we're talking contests and we're talking about social media and using it in your promotional campaigns. And there's a legal aspect here that you have to be very careful of. Now, CJ, I asked you about um, you know, promo insanity. Now you have a few questions for me from the legal standpoint for social media. Yeah, well, so you know, when we were when we conceived of the contest, one of the questions we had is, well, well how how should we run it? How should we how should we um, what what should be the portal in which people vote through? Historically, you know, we've done it through a, through the ASI Central through our website, and I know this time we talked about potentially doing it on social media. We ended up not doing that. We ended up st sticking with ASI Central. Um, but like when you when you looked at it in terms of using social media sort of as the contest hub, you know what 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 did you find out and why did you ultimately decide not not to use our social media pages? Um, it's, it's a great question. I think it's one that everyone should should certainly investigate if you're going to run contests off of your social media. Um, now, um, ten years ago, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit of a history. Ten years sure. ago, it was very very difficult to run contests off of social media. And when, when I say that, I'm talking about actually using social media and the features available on those platforms to determine winners. So in other words, if you ask people to engage, comment, um, and you're going to do a random drawing or somebody, the first person who responds with the correct answer gets 25 bucks and somebody responds and then somebody after them responds and that person um, the first person 
doesn't get the spoils, right? They give it to the second person. All of a sudden there's a dispute and Facebook is in the middle of it. So any mm -hmm. social media platform um, historically does not want to be anywhere near a contest that is offering spoils. They, they want to make sure that they are exonerated from any of that. So historically, Facebook has said absolutely no kind of contest, no promotions. They've, they've eased their restrictions. So you can, you can run contests and promotions off of all social media platforms. You just have to make sure you research it, go into um, like just Google, like Facebook terms and conditions for a contest. And you will see that Facebook is very strict about, hey, look, you have to make sure that your followers know that this is not sponsored by the actual platform. This is sponsored by you. You have to come up with some terms and conditions. So to me, it, it seemed like it was a lot more of a hassle to have to create all of that legalese, promote it on our social media platforms, um, and then sort of monitor and mine the social media platforms uh, for whatever metric you're looking to determine, um, you know, how you are, uh, you know, going to figure out who wins wins a contest. It's arduous. It's a lot of work. We have four rounds. Um, you know, we have 16 pro promotional product categories. If we yep. ran it off of our Facebook page, it would have been a lot of maintenance. So what we're doing instead of using our social media platforms as the place where winners are determined, we're using it more as a promotional vehicle. So that's really kind of what you need to do if you're planning to do something like a contest on your social media, just research each individual network, you know, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, they all have legalese tied around con running contests on those pages. So you, you mentioned all those platforms. Does, is there one particular pl platform that's either severely restrictive or maybe one that's best suited for running a contest? Uh, you know, I think it really determines, uh, it determines or your user base really determines that. So if you're somebody who has a lot of followers uh, in a specific network, um, you know, I would run it to wherever you know your your um, users are. Um, but if you're just, you know, you're just thinking across the board, you know, if it's the, an even playing field, I've always said that Facebook is, is a good platform to run contests against that, you know, look, there are billions of people on Facebook. Um, mm -hmm. You know, a lot of them are bots, but you know, um, <laughs> that's just my opinion. But for sure, Facebook is is a good place to start. Um, you know, Instagram also was really good. The only problem with Instagram is you can't drive traffic to your website because you can't put links in your uh, in, in your grams. You can actually put the links at the top of the page and you can instruct people to find the link at the, at the top of the page. But that kind of gets, kinda, you know, look, I, I would avoid Instagram if I'm going to run a contest. That's just me. Facebook, I would say, is probably your 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 best bet. What what about Clubhouse? We could have like a sort of mass singer type thing where you don't you don't see who's singing. I, I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. Um, <laughs> you know, it's is Clubhouse is just audio and like, hey, I can get on there and I can start singing, and you know, no one would be the wiser. Um, <laughs> I'd scare a lot of people off. Um, so yeah, so that's what I would do. Um, you know, contests are very you know, you have to do your homework on contests. Uh, you know, it's not, uh, there's no one magic bullet. Um, you know, we have done this before. We've done mm -hmm. contests and we drive traffic to our website. And the voting mechanism, for instance, for ASI uh, Promo Insanity 
is on the actual web website. So we embed, um, we actually use, um, I forget the, uh, the voting tool that we use, but anyway, we embed polls for each of those contests. So you just go to our page yep. and you know, it's like, Hey, this is t-shirts versus whatever, you, you know, you, you just click on who you think is the better promotional product. You hit vote and boom, it gives you the update, like, you know, who's winning. So it's, it's, it's really effective. I think that's, that would be the way to go because you can actually control it's a controlled environment. Um, and then when we cut off um, voting, Yep. We just turn off the polls and boom, like there's, there's no dispute. Like, Hey, you know, we said to stop this at 12, you know, on a Facebook page, people continue to vote. Then, it, then the numbers get kind of weird. And it's like, you, you can kind of fall into some, some issues there. Yeah. So what would be some bit ideas or examples, whether from, from our current promo Sandy contest or other contests that we promoted as far as using social media to drive that tra traffic and promote that contest? Um, can you give me a little more detail on that question? Say that again. So like how, how, like how, how can people best use social media to promote a contest or drive, drive traffic to the contest page? Well, I think uh, that one of the best things to do is like when, when you're going to do a contest, I think you should always, um, you know, you can't just knee jerk it like, oh, it's like, you know, let's do a contest tomorrow. Like you have to really conceive it, come up with an idea and then I think promotion is really important. Um, you know, like look, look to start promoting something a week, week ahead, um, you know, yeah. involve all your marketing materials, um, you know, push it on your website, push it on all your social media platforms, um, you, you know, email blasts, newsletters, uh, you know, get people excited about something um, and make it fun. Like, you know, I can't stress enough if you're going to do a contest make it fun. We've done in the past, we've done a best product video contest in a similar fashion with, with the brackets mm -hmm. and every single one of those, those product videos, especially the ones that did really well, were just, they're fun. You know, it's like, if you're going to involve social media, you're going to involve video, you're going to involve some type of contest, like make it fun, make, make it something that people are interested in and they want to see the outcome and you're going to yeah. stick with it through. Yeah. Especially with, our contest and our industry, it's a fun industry. The contests that we're doing, they're rewarding people's creativity, whether that's the products they create and design, um, videos, uh, you know, promotional campaigns. It's all, it's all supposed, to be, supposed to be fun. So I agree, like play up that aspect. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, so let's talk a little bit about ASI Promo Insanity. Um, you know, it's, it's been going on. This is our uh, third week. This is the semifinals. Yep. Um, so give me your take on some of the big upsets so far, you know, what, you know, what are your thoughts so far about the contest? Look, I've been really surprised because um, it's not, first of all, it has not gone according to seed at all. Like the, the products totally. that get the, get the most searches um, they're, the, those are, those are not in the, those, those products are not in the, in the semifinals, like writing, writing instruments, which is, which is number, number two and arguably number one in a non pandemic year didn't make it past the second round. They lost the jackets and, and sweatshirts, which is a popular product, but doesn't do, doesn't, doesn't have the same sort of total sales and, and searches that writing instruments get. You know, Mass lost, they were our number one seed, but that's not a surprise. Mass lost the t-shirts and we, we had speculated that they would lose in the first round because like, people don't love Mass the way they love other products. We, you, you had predicted pet products to be in, in, the, in the finals because people, people love it and it ended up losing to Mass, but um, but you know, Matt, but masks don't have the same sort of 
sort of that emotional attachment, I would say, that other products do for, for sure. Yeah, you know, it's funny because the number one seed uh, PPE and masks, um, certainly, I think going into the first round, they were up against pet products. You know, even though they were the number one seed, I felt that they were a huge underdog in that matchup. <laughs> and yeah. in fact, I took pet products. We, we actually did brackets. Um, a couple of people at ASI did some yep. brackets. I have pet products. And look, just like, you know, reality in the NCAA, my bracket gets busted in the first round. For some reason, I don't know why. I just, I always kind of lose like a top dog. And I lost my eventual winner, pet products in the first mm-hmm. round, because I was convinced that, like you said, there's not an emotional attachment to PPE. It seems like, you know, it was a necessity in 2020. It's the number one seat. It's going against pet products, beloved pet products. And pet products lost. I was shocked. I was like, who is voting for PPE and masks, you know, and they won convincingly. So, yeah. so my, um, my winner eventually, you know, in that first round lost, um, but also food gifts, food gifts was a 15 seed. Yep. Um, who did they play in the first round? Who was the two? Seed? So they, they were against writing instruments and I, I, I had the same thing. Like, I actually predicted food gifts to win them all, win it all. And that, yes, that was sort of an, a slightly unusual pick, but I saw the same thinking, like people love food. And going up against writing instruments, for example, like I, I know people like who who really l- like pens, um, but I'll say on on the whole, a pen doesn't engender the sort of the same sort of reaction that that getting a, a food gift did. So that was that was sort of my reasoning. It was a close matchup, writing instruments won, but yeah. So it was interesting to see how some of the things we thought that were, had that sort of instant emotional reaction didn't inv- didn't advance um but as we go along like there's there's been more surprising results like if you look at our semifinals voting right now it's t-shirts versus hats hats are winning uh like i'm i'm beyond shocked because i because i i felt that t-shirts were, were the strongest product category throughout this contest and they were they were going they were they were definitely going to make the finals if not win hats are a very are a popular product yes but um you know if you like hats are more popular typically hats are more popular with men than women not saying that that women don't love hats like my wife lo- loves you know baseball caps she has a bu- bunch of them but if you're looking at sort of like cross appeal t- t-shirts have that over hats so again i'm shocked that that t-shirts are losing in hats in the semifinals matchup i agree you know like the the final fours is hats versus um t-shirts and uh tumblers and water bottles um versus uh, jackets, and sweatshirts. jackets and, and sweatshirts so I was convinced, okay, t-shirts made it to the final four. T-shirts are going to run the table. And right yep. now, hats are convincingly beating t-shirts. We we have a, about 48 hours left in the semifinals. And barring like a, a huge comeback by, by t-shirts, hats are making it to the finals. I mean, I mean, they're performing really well. We have hundreds of votes so far. And people are voting for hats. I, I, I'm shocked as well. Now, the, the other semifinal matchup is razor thin i think yep. when i checked this morning it was like 49 percent to 51 percent yeah i just they, i just checked in water bottles have opened up a slight lead they're up to like 53 percent of like four to 47 yeah so i mean that is so close you can't call it right now um so who who do you have going to the finals well i you know when this round started I predicted it would be t-shirts and, wa- and, and water bottles. Me too. And, yep. and you know, again, a wa- water, bo- water bottles are a very strong category. So if they, 
if they they beat jackets and sweatshirts, I would you know I would think that they would beat hats if that if that were the if that were the the, the finals matchup the championship round. But I I like all my beliefs have been thrown out thrown out the window as as this contest has gone on. Totally. And I think right now you got to you got to look at the performance during the semifinal right now of Hats and say Hats is probably the favorite right now to win it all. Um, you know, again, I, I'm like you before this round started, it was all about T-shirts. I said T-shirts are going to are going to win it. Um, it's not even going to be close. And boom, Hats are just killing it. Um, but, you know, I'm going to say I'm going to go with water bottles to take it all. Um, based on the performance thus far through semifinals, I think water bottles are going to sneak it out. And then they're going to, because everything points to hats running the table, <laughs> but no, I think in the, in, in the finals, all of a sudden, you know, water bottles uh, and tumblers are going to really come to play and they're, and they're going to win. So that I'm putting it out there. And, and you said, which one? Yeah. So my, my prediction is, is water bottles, but it's, it's like the every time I make the Super Bowl prediction, I'm like, oh, this is this is the better team. I'm gonna put my money on the other team because I'm inevitably wrong. Right, right. Well, anyway, this this has been a great conversation. So uh, again, you know, contest is if you're running a contest off of your social media platforms, um, you know, certainly research each platform. You know, they have um, you know information about what you can do, what you can't do. Uh, certainly, and if you and if you want to drive traffic to you know your website, uh, and you have something that you want to do similar to us, you know you can always reach out to us and, and ask us questions. You can reach me on Twitter at ASI Central and CJ. What is your handle? So it's CJ underscore ASI Editor. You have any final thoughts here on running a contest? <laughs> Look, I, contests are a hassle, but they're but they're a lot a lot of fun. Once you've done the, the legwork. To, to get them set up. Um, it's, it's really fun to see what the results are because they can be surprising. Or if you're having a, a submission-based contest, just to see the, the creativity that, that re results, results from it. And it's just, it's just such a great way to, to create engagement, get readers involved and, and just have fun. So I would say just look for opportunities to do it in the future. Yeah, and look, if you want to drive traffic to your website, you, you know, certainly do that. You can open up awareness on your social media. Um, you know, it it it's a win-win. You know, like it, it's all about um, you know making your brand fun. Um, you know, enjoying yourself along the line. You know, pushing your social media. And look, you know, we've got a lot of people uh, engaged. You know, we're we're giving out. Um, you know, gift cards for mm -hmm. people who are engaged on our social media platforms. And, and that to me is like, you know, you get, you keep people interested, you, you give them a little bit of reward um, and people are, people are commenting. They, they love this contest and they're engaged and they're interested. You know, we could tell by the votes, you know, people are voting each round and, you know, it's, it's been a really great um, contest for us. Yep. And be sure to vote asicentral.com slash promo insanity. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.